Welcome Podcateers to episode 89. In this episode, the guys and I talk about the long-anticipated Fuller House on Netflix. We talk about how The Simpsons are possibly going to make TV history by going live and interacting with fans in an upcoming episode. We talk about Luigi's Rollickin' Roadsters getting an official opening day and the story behind it. And we give our thoughts on the wonderful world of Disney, Disneyland 60 special that just aired recently. Uh, Last week we put up a new video on the YouTube channel where Javier helped our friend Angela paint her AC unit into Air 2D2. Uh, You can find it over at youtube.com slash podcateers. Go check it out and give it a thumbs up if you like it. Share it with your friends. Uh, Subscribe to the channel for more videos. And give our pal Angela a follow too. The links to follow her are going to be in the blog post for this episode, which you can find over at podcateers.com slash episode 89. If you're looking for us on the other corners of the web, we are at Podcateers on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Facebook.com slash Podcateers. As always, a huge thank you to all of you for listening. Let's jump into episode 89 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. I'm telling you, to this day, it is the only part of the movie that still bugs me. It is the only... Out of the whole movie. It is the one flaw that I spotted in There's a lot of flaws. What do you mean there's a lot of flaws? Dude, come on. You mean to tell me that that part doesn't bug you the way it bugs me? your your argument doesn't even make sense. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? It makes perfect sense. It's like it's like a flashlight. It just turned on and he turned it towards him. He didn't even turn it though. It's it's the director taking uh uh direction and the what what he wants to do. No, he can't make that decision. It's science. What is science about it? It's exactly science. Look, this is what happens. He turned it, then he turned it on. He never turned it. Or did he? No, he didn't. Or did he? You're not going to win this. Or it's did he? It's a jump cut. What is it that you don't understand? It's a jump cut. That's Why would they jump cut two seconds later? Uh, for dramatic effect? For science? That is lame. For science, I agree. Yeah. Then don't you think he would have noticed that it turned in his direction? No, because he was having a moment. Yeah. I think I would have noticed that. Both their hands were on it. Uh... It was a moment. That doesn't change my argument. Life. Even if you were having a moment and you were holding something that suddenly changed direction, you would acknowledge it. Yeah, but he did it uh, fast. It wasn't that fast, dude. It was, he didn't do it Pretty in slow sure motion. It, was fast. it wasn't that fast. They it were was, having a moment. Yeah. Look, I'm telling you, watch the scene again, and I think you're gonna agree with me. Just forget it. Hit record. <laughs> oh no, we've been recording. This is riveting. <laughs> Really? It's riveting. <laughs> the LA Times said. <laughs> the argument of the year. <laughs> I think we I can't believe we're still year. listening. <laughs> I think I do have the argument of the year. I don't care. He's not recording. No <clears throat> oh, no. I'm recording. Yeah. How you guys doing, man? Hey, fellas. Doing good. Yeah. Friday. Have you guys uh, indulged in the Fuller House yet? Um, it is Fuller House release day after all. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw an episode. It's Netflix and Chilaquilas time. Y- yes, 
Yes. <laughs> that, sounds that sounds bomb. good. Yeah, it sounds good right now, actually. I missed out on Chilaquiles. What's going on right now? You should have been here earlier. Uh, been here. And Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fuller House, it's out. Yeah. Mario, have you seen it? I have. How many of the episodes have you seen? One. One. Okay. So, we've all pretty much... I've, I've seen, seen the first two. Okay. I've, I've seen only the seen two. the first. Initial thoughts. I was ready to continue watching uh, Daredevil. That was next on my list. <laughs> that's that's, yeah. how, uh, that's yeah. how exciting it was to you. Oh, huh? man. I couldn't wait <laughs> to to switch uh, programs. Yeah. Mario? It was right. Wow. That was a very Javier type <laughs> review. I had to. I knew he was going to. You know, like, Javier talked too much. <laughs> Someone had to do it, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what Netflix right. should have done with uh, Fuller House? Not put it on? Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. Oh, Javier, have I mercy. Have... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. How, how rude. How rude. <laughs> Yeah, Fuller House. Uh, I've seen the first couple of episodes, and I think that first episode was they were trying to hit all the nostalgic stuff. Like, everybody got their catchphrases in. Completely agree. Apparently, everybody has continued working. You know, they've all done TV. They've all done some theater. They've done whatever, right? Okay. Andrea Barber, who plays Kimmy. Yes. She hasn't done anything since the original Full House. Are you sure? I believe she hasn't done anything, and I think her scenes are possibly the best ones in in the episode so far. I can see that. Like, I think the show's gonna find its groove. You know, I think they're they're trying something new, and it's a weird continuation of the original story. Right? I'm I, uh, I really want to agree with you, but they already filmed all the episodes, yeah. and I'm a predicting all the episodes are going to be just like episode one. See, I agree with what Javier is saying. is because I, I I know how you're trying to say it. It's really more about us trying to find a groove to enjoy it because that's already like set in stone. You know, their episodes are already out. They're written. They're probably all going to be exactly the same. Do you know if the original show had a live audience or not? Uh, they did. Okay, what about this one? Oh, good I question. Cannot, I cannot tell at all. I there you know there's times where it sounds like they are with a live audience mm-hmm. and there's other times that it just dies down so quickly that it just feels like they faded out the laugh track. Right. So it's hard for me to say I don't know how it was filmed, so I can't say one way or the other. Maybe but it's a it mixture of the two. It bothered me though. Maybe it's a mixture of the two where it, they wanted laughs and they didn't get mm. sufficient laughs. So I, I I don't know what it was. The only reason why I have to believe that it's a laugh track and not an actual studio audience is because I think they try to keep Fuller House a secret. Like I think it would have come out in the open if they had an actual studio audience. That makes sense. That actually. does make sense. I I will agree with that. And here's a little bit of information you didn't know. Do you know why I knew that Full House actually had a live studio audience? Go ahead. Because there used to be a lot of complaints about Bob Saget being inappropriate between takes. <laughs> I remember that. They Is said, he still that way, though? I'm sure he used he to be is. that way between takes. Yeah, he was just his old self, and like parents used to complain, like we bring our kids to these tapings. Like, relax. Are you, you talking about uh, funny home videos, dude? Yes, same Come guy. On. I think I just figured out why Bob Saget bugs me on the show. Oh, why? 
because I've seen so much of Bob Saget, the real Bob over Saget, the, over the past like fifteen right. years, that you don't believe he's Danny Tanner I anymore. I don't believe he's Danny Tanner anymore. <laughs> I he heard that already. Finally, broke that stigma. I think that's why I I haven't connected because of all the characters. He's kind of the the one that bugs me the most. Like really, I, I can hear in his head saying like, "This isn't me anymore." You know what I mean? Okay. Well, is it just kind of the knowledge you have now that's running it? Because technically, that was the case back then too. Yeah, it's in your head. Man. Maybe it is in my it's in head. your head. I don't know because I, I didn't see it at all. And yes, I I know he he's pretty much a, a dirty comic, but it, it didn't come off that way for me. At yeah, least. but I mean, he he he's not the same Danny Tanner right from the get go. He's not his character because. He asked the baby if anyone saw him drop that piece of bread, and then he uses it again. Clean Danny oh, Tanner would have thrown true. that out. Whoa. I didn't even catch that. Unless that's a evolving Bob Saget or No, Danny because later in the, in the episode, he's cleaning a, a, a stool with like his grandkid. Yeah, and he's all like, oh, I love this kid, yeah. and they're talking about cleaning. Huh. I that's a good point. I didn't even catch that. Like right from the get-go, like that's not Danny Tanner. He would have thrown that out. Huh. Cause he's like a full-on germaphobe. Yeah, exactly. So a weird. neat freak. I, yeah, I didn't even catch that. On the subject of characters that aren't likable, okay? Again, it's probably just needing to warm up to them. But honestly, I don't feel anything for the new kids. Oh, 100% on that, man. <clears throat> yeah, like I'm telling you, and this is where the differences are. Like, Girl Meets World, I, like, I grew accustomed to Riley and just all the other characters. Like, Farkle. You know, like, they just kind of like, okay, these are the kids that this show is going to be about. But then on this show, it's not about these kids. I don't even know their names. It might turn into the show being about those kids, though. Well, the, I don't think it might. I think it is. I think it basically revolves around DJ and the kids. Yeah, it for the should most part. be about them. So from maybe like the get go. So maybe she has too many kids because I think the show would have been cool with just her and the baby. Well, she has three kids, just like Danny had three kids. I think that was the point to is just that, be the mm, yeah. But DJ and all the other kids, they were a big part of the TV show, though. The original. Exactly. And I so think they isn't that what they're too. trying to do the same? But the thing is, they haven't done anything with these kids to where I'm paying attention to them. Okay, well, you have only seen one episode. <laughs> but it should have <laughs> so. But it, But again, like that wasn't the case when I watched the pilot for Girl Meets World. What's the name of the other uncle? I can forget his name. There's only one uncle. Joey? Joey. Joey. That's cut it out, right? Yeah. He went straight to the antlers. And... Then the the scene that I was like, okay, I'm done with this TV show, is when he pulled out that puppet. Oh, yeah. What do you got against Mr. Woodchuck? Uh, I was out. What? No. The voice? No. Dude, Mr. Woodchuck is awesome. He It wasn't even the real That's actually true. It puppet. wasn't even the real Mr. Woodchuck. Mr. Woodchuck. Well, well that was, wasn't even there. There was a lot of recreations. You know, we, we noticed Lynette was telling me that the house wasn't the same one. Oh, yeah. They didn't it get the original good, set. Though. The, yeah, the set looked amazing. That was the one good thing about the show was the house. It was a solid effort. No, no, it was more than a solid effort, no. dude. It's like 98% recreation of the original one. Yes, there's some pictures that are different. Again, it is 30 years later, so remodeling of houses, painting walls, different furniture. I can see it being a little different. I'm Pretty glad- much, it's the only thing that changed with time was the yeah. house. <laughs> I'm glad it's you said 98% because you notice when they try to go into Nikki and Alex's room? No. First of all, it wasn't even oh, yeah. on that side it of the room. It was side, on the opposite yeah. side and it wasn't that small. No, it wasn't. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even catch it. It was on the opposite side. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of inconsistencies, and mm. a lot of them are going to have to do with how they built the set. Right. And they're probably hoping that people aren't going to notice them. 
But, you know. Did you notice that they're not even in San Francisco anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, they're in Seattle. Yeah. Like, what was that Why about? Why are they in Seattle? It's weird. <laughs> it's always raining. It's like you could see Disneyland. All of a sudden, they're in Anaheim. Yeah. And it was just crazy. Right? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of them. I hope it gets better. Uh, if anybody else out there has already seen Fuller House and you were looking forward to it as much as we were, Give us your thoughts. What do you guys think? Was that first episode just kind of spot on? They hit it in the sweet spot? Or was it just way too much nostalgia for the first episode? And if you've seen more of it, tell us if it gets better or not. And should we continue? <laughs> right. So. Uh, it gets better after 10th episode. Isn't there only nine? <laughs> <laughs> how many is there? I, mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know how many there are. I, don't I think know. it's a twelve. I assume is it twelve yeah. episodes? I assume ten. <laughs> uh, speaking of TV, did you guys hear that the Simpsons are going to do a live episode? Yes, kind of live. How does right. that work? So Simpsons has been on for close to thirty years, seventy-two or, years. <laughs> yeah, close to close to thirty seasons. <laughs> And Bart and Simpson is still ten years old. He's still, still ten, years, 10 old, yeah. years old, wearing the same clothes. They must smell. Yeah. This season, sometime in May, I want to say it's like May fifteenth or something like that. I don't remember the date. We'll put it in the blog post for the episode. Uh, I guess what they're gonna do is the episode is gonna be kind of this is your life type episode for Homer. Hmm. And in the last three minutes of the episode, Dan Castellaneta, who voices Homer, right, is going to have motion capture a motion capture device on and he's basically going to move and voice Homer live in the last three minutes of the episode. Okay. So this is cool. It's very cool. He's supposed to be interacting with a couple of other characters that he also voices so that he can basically have a conversation (laughs) with himself, which is kind of cool. This is going to be genius. So all of the people involved with making this episode were just really, really inspired by Grease Live. And they said, Hey, Let's do something with The Simpsons, which has never really been done before for animation. Like right. you've seen that with TV shows. Uh, Undateable, I think, was one that's done a few live episodes. They're all live uh, episodes now. It's annoying. Are they all live oh, episodes it's now? It's fantastic. What do you mean really? it's annoying? It's annoying. It's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But you can't change a series mid-series. Yes, you can. Oh, We're I not having this argument all live. We're not having this argument right now. We are having this argument <laughs> no. because it's the greatest thing ever. We've had this argument before. It's You're not going to win. funny. Oh. oh, I got to go back and watch now. Dude, so good. I got to watch so it. Funny. I didn't know they were all live. Now. Yeah. Like the this 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 season has been all live. Very cool. That's a that's a huge undertaking. Yes. If you don't learn your lines or if you screw it up, it's almost like SNL. You know, you roll with the laugh or you screw up the entire scene. Yeah. And it's harder because they're not little bite-sized chunks of like skits. It's a whole episode that you have to memorize. So my assumption is that these last three minutes, it's not going to have that crisp, fine drawing look. I that's, what, that's what I'm curious about because if they want to accomplish this right, it would have like to a be video a game. 3D model, right? Like when Homer broke through... To the third dimension in that Halloween special? I don't think it's going to be 3D. I think it is going to be 2D. Well, the thing is, Simpsons isn't done in Flash. It's done in Toon Boom. And I'm sure you can Hmm. set up a rig the way that it's animated, you know, for you to to hook up the motion capture software to it. I would love to find out how they accomplish that. I'm just wondering if it's going to be... What's the word I'm looking for? Pixelated as he moves? No, no. I'm sure that they've already gotten... 
through testing and testing, and now it's just a matter of doing it. The The thing that I keep hearing or that I keep reading is that he's going to ad-lib a lot of it, mm. that it's not going to be scripted. He's just going to kind of ad-lib. And they're trying to figure out a way to prove that it's live that they're doing that. So I think they're going to have some kind of like Homer out-of-body experience where maybe he's like in this dimension but still in 2D. And then he's like interacting with live tweets. Like mm. he's watching them and, you know, like talking back to them or something like that. Here's what I predict. And sorry. This is what I predict. Since Deadpool is so popular, they're going to break down another fourth wall. Well, that's essentially what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If they're going to find a way to interact with the audience in order to prove that it's actually live, they've already said they're going to break the fourth wall. And I mean, The Simpsons is kind of a little famous for doing that now. Ever since Family Guy was the one that kind of got that ball rolling and the competition between these two shows like started Simpsons kind of got away from their original element and became kind of a family guy style comedy, which means they were kind of breaking fourth walls all over the place. Anyways, Hmm. um, as far as doing this live, I'm telling you, like I've, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this special. Um, the, the entire cast of the Simpsons went to like a, a college and they interviewed, uh, students got to ask questions that were interpreted by the host. And all of the actors answered questions. But then after that set of questions was done, they became their characters and answered questions Ooh. for the audience. Oh, interesting. I want to see now, this. The, the brilliant thing about it is that Homer is such a dumb character. I'm just going <laughs> to say it. But that anything he says is just Homer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like They ask him this question about like wh- what is his take on donuts? And Dan Castellaneta, like, as Homer says, donuts, donuts are like life. They're round, and they have this empty center. <laughs> but that's something Homer yeah. would say, even it's though it's just a like made philosophy. up. Yeah. yeah. So I, there's no way he's gonna screw this up. I think it's just gonna be brilliant all around. Hey, you know what's funny? I, you're you're absolutely right about that because it could have been something as dumb and simple as, uh, "What's your take on donuts?" And the answer was, "Yeah, I take them." Yeah, exactly. You know, and it would have yeah. totally worked for Homer because it's the type <laughs> of answer that he would have given. Now, now, not to say they that they both work. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not to say that he could just easily get away with saying stuff like that because I mean, he obviously made Homer who he was. The entire cast was just really, really good at just playing these characters because it's who they've been for years. Right. Like I remember they did this whole thing where Nancy Cartwright and um, who does Moe's uh, Hank Azaria. They did this back-to-back, like, Moe's Tavern prank call. And even, like, Hank Azera even answered the phone as, oh, uh, hello, Moe's Tavern, home of the world's smallest large-screen TV. And it, like, it got such, you know, it's like, that was made up on the fly. But he already knows how to be Moe. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I, I just thought that whole thing was pretty interesting because they were, like, just being themselves. I want to see this. Where would you see this? It's on YouTube. Okay. All right. Well, we'll find the video. We'll post it as part of the blog uh, post for this episode because now I want to watch it too. It sounds like it was a really good uh, just entire presentation mm-hmm. that they had. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Simpsons episode. Like I said, it's it's a first for anything that I've seen. I think it's a first in general for TV or for cartoons. I, I don't want to see them fail, but I want to see what happens if they do. Because it'll be funny, huh? Because it it will. Mm-hmm. Because the recovery process. That's the thing about live shows. That live shows are challenging. But when you screw up, it's almost better than when they don't. Because seeing the recovery process 
is the best part. Yeah. Like one of the things people used to find absolutely annoying about SNL when Jimmy Fallon was on was the fact that when he would start laughing, it started off as a quick chuckle, then a giggle, mm-hmm. and then downright laughing mm-hmm. like into his hands or something to hide it. I actually love that. I did too. Yeah. And that was one of my favorite things to happen between him and Farrell and uh, Horatio Sands. Uh, when they would get together and they would break into laughter, it was one of my favorite times to watch. Then you will love Undateable. I'm I'm probably just looking into this like wrong, but I remember as a kid when we would watch Saturday Night Live. I think they kind of rehearsed these skits to the point where you just knew they weren't going to screw it up. It was live, but you knew they weren't going to. And I think one of the things we all look forward to is these actors slightly forgetting their lines, breaking out into laughter, trying to maintain character, things like that. I think that's the interesting thing now, which don't get me wrong, okay? If Undateable didn't start the way it did, I would totally love that. Like, it's entertaining. That's not what I'm arguing. I'm just arguing about the fact that they changed it mid-series. Well, I was never, like, really into it. I know you guys from the very beginning were just watching it, and I remember you guys telling me you got to jump on this, but I just, I never did. But I'm going to go back and start watching some of the episodes. So now I want to say something about live. Is it live? Or is it Memorex? Or is it Memorex? It's live. No, my question is, is the West Coast going to get it live? So that means they're doing two versions. They're doing an East Coast version live and a West Coast version live. Is that for reals? Yep. Okay, that's cool. Because I was thinking the only way it's going to be live here if they show it at 5 o'clock in the There's going to be two versions of it. And okay. remember they did that with 30 Rock when they did the live 30 Rock episode? I never watched. There was an East Coast feed of 30 Rock. Really? And then there was a West Coast feed where they redid the entire episode live again. Really? For the, for the West Coast feed. That's impressive. And yeah. how did it compare? Uh, there was some differences. Some of the jokes changed between one to the other. Yeah. Uh, the timing was slightly off in a couple of bits that they were trying to do. It was ultimately 95% the same episode. But that 5% that was different was pretty good. Like, it was really uh, entertaining. Wow. So are they going to be tweeting again the second time they're going to be doing this? Yeah, I bet. I bet they will. Uh, they Because they have to prove that it's going to be, uh, that it was live the first time. Right. And that it's going to be live the second time. Hmm. So they have to do something. It, it may not be tweeting. It may be tweeting. I don't know what they're going to do. Oh, okay. That was just the first thing that came to mind because... Twitter's not great for a lot of things, but it is good for stuff like this. The instant knowledge of something that's immediately happening is the best thing Twitter's great for. Mm. And that is possibly going to be the best medium for them to prove that this is happening live. If they say, hey, guys, tweet your questions to Homer right now, and then they pull a tweet that just happened 15 seconds ago during that live part, they're going to know, oh, my God, this really is live. Hmm. So to do it twice... Six minutes of live TV isn't bad. Right. So the episode of The Simpsons is supposed to air sometime in May. I believe it's going to be May 15th. I'm on Uh, it. Again, the additional information that we find about how they're going to do this, what they're going to do, the date that it's airing, we'll put that in the blog post for this episode. And if you guys are excited about this, again, it's a first for cartoons on TV. Tell us what you guys think. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I wonder how the ratings are. Are they still good, The Simpsons? I'm sure. 
I don't I don't think it's as big as it used to be. That's my guess. I really don't think it's as, as big. I think this is just them trying something new because after close to 30 years, they've kind of done almost everything they can with these characters. And here's the thing. They wanted to retire after 20 years because yeah. they felt at 20 years they've done everything. And now after the last, what, six, seven years, it's been about the money. Yeah. It's been all about contracts. And and how can I milk this as much as I can? I don't know if there's people out there that still reli- like religiously watch The Simpsons. Oh, I do. I, I've, I have haven't. not missed an episode. Really? I yes. have. I dropped out several years ago. And I'll be honest, it's not as good at anymore. I believe that. It, it really isn't. I don't belly laugh anymore as I used to. Uh, you mentioned Mario Family Guy. That was, those are belly laughs. Yeah. Uh, the Simpsons? No. I mean, I, I can agree there's some smart writing, but uh, funny, it's not funny anymore. I hate mm. to say it, but uh, but because I've been such a loyal fan, I still watch. My DVR records it every, every uh, whatever day it records. <laughs> Interesting. There's a lot of things that I record now that I'm like, I don't even know when they're on. I just yeah. know the DVR somehow it, against them. Exactly. And if I look on this day, yeah. there's probably going to be that's an episode exactly for that. what it happens to me. Like if I knew when Monday Night Raw was going to be on, <laughs> that would be great. Right? That would I be great. You never know when yeah. it's going to be on. You watch it, what, Thursday? You're like, when did this record? Yeah, I, I never know when Monday Night Raw records. <laughs> <laughs> that's see like for me that's kind of how i feel about wrestling like mm. i don't watch wrestling really but for some reason i still record it and even though 75 to 85 percent of the time i just delete the episode i don't yeah. even watch it yeah it still records because i feel like uh habit eh, if i kind of maybe feel like it i'll watch it or sometimes i'll fast forward it and i'll watch like a three hour thing in like 15 minutes yeah you know, I'll just fast forward through it, but I, I know how you feel. Like I, you I, feel like that there's some kind of loyalty because yes. you were invested for so long at one point. You know? I, that's absolutely it. So Mario, I have some good and some bad news for you before we continue. Fuller House is gonna have a second season. <laughs> and a third and a fourth. No, really? And a third and a fourth. Wow. We are actually getting ready to go experience the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We were fortunate enough to get tickets to go uh, to a soft opening day, and we're going to go enjoy that. I know you're not going to be able to go with us, so we'll be happy to report to you all the fun that we're having. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) You know know what's sad? Aren't you the Harry Potter fan? (laughs) Between you and Javier, I think you are the bigger fan. Yes. Surprisingly, okay, Hazen's the bigger Harry Potter geek. It's a story for children, right, Javier? (laughs) It is. But I'm going. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm sorry. But I am going. Stay home that day. (laughs) Give him back his ticket. There's no reason why you should go right now. (laughs) I'm only going because you're not. (laughs) Have a great time. Have some birdie butts. Oh, come on. <laughs> so we're going to be reporting on that very soon. So uh, what does soft hoping, opening mean? It's just their way of testing the rides, testing all the illusions, testing to make sure that everything's working properly. So I might get hurt? What are you saying? Yeah. yeah. For my 
<laughs> enjoyment much. when it actually opens. I'll come you. back with like the, broken fingers. Thank maybe. you for being my crash test dummy on the <laughs> Hogwarts <laughs> Express. Oh, there's no train ride. What? There's no ride on the Hogwarts Express at Universal. No here. way. There's just no space for it. They have uh, one of the train cars that you sit in. You see outside the window, and you kind of see everything passing by. You can take a picture. That's sad. But they don't actually have the train ride like they do. So they mock us. At that Florida. is terrible. Yeah. I remember when you showed me the YouTube video of the Hogwarts Express. Like I know. The, so, the way that they pulled off the illusion yeah. you know, to get in and everything. That so they'll show really cool. the illusion. I'm sure they'll do the illusion the same way that they do in Florida, but the actual ride, there's yeah. no like ride or That's anything. That's terrible. Like, what yeah. a tease. Yeah. There's just no space. They need mm-hmm. to make space. Close water world. <laughs> that would be a thing. <laughs> that would be a thing. Uh, speaking of, of things opening, Luigi's uh, Rollickin' Roadsters is going to be opening March 7th. Did you see that YouTube video Ex- like showing it? Yeah. I'm I'm kind of excited about it because it doesn't look like I have to lean. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get stuck. So I'm pretty happy about that. It has nothing to do with uh, lifting you up then. Well, this one works on slightly different technology. The way that the last one worked was kind of an updated version of the original UFOs right. uh, that were in, in Tomorrowland inside of Disneyland. And it was basically a giant air hockey table. Right. Uh, it pushed you up with air. And it worked when it wanted to. <clears throat> and when you knew how to lean. Okay, no. That's it one all, way of looking at it. That's where we're going to yeah. leave that. Oh, is that where we're going to leave that? It's where we're going to leave that. This one works on kind of magnetic uh, technology. Okay. So basically there's giant magnets underneath the cars pulling them around and making mm. them spin and do stuff like that. And the premise of the ride is that Luigi's cousins have come from Caropoli, I think is what I it's called. I think that's called. what it's called, yeah. Um, and they, they've all come to visit, and they all do the dances of their country or of their town. So it's all these cars just kind of in unison dancing. Hmm. So they're supposed to be uh, dancing to five different songs. I think it was like eight. I think it's five. That's what they said in the video that uh, Imagineering had put out when they were talking about the development of it. Maybe they we'll go back three and we'll more. double check. We can go back and double check the video. Of course, I'm going to put up in the blog post for the episode. And uh, they have thirty cars. I think is it twenty or thirty cars dancing at the all, same time? Yeah, yeah. They're all painted different colors. They've set up a couple of different cars that if if you're in a wheelchair or stuff like that, it will accommodate you. So you oh, can still cool. get on the ride, which is really nice. So I'm curious as to where the excitement's going to come. Like the initial, oh my God, this is a new ride is going to kick in and you're going to want to ride. And, you know, riding it a few times, if the movements are different for every song, it's kind of like Star Tours. Mm-hmm. The ride is the same, but the movie experience makes it a slightly different ride every single time. So I... I think that's going to be how this is where every song gives you different dance moves and so, so far, you move a little bit differently it sounds like you're telling me they're going to line dance that's basically what it yeah. is they're line dancing yeah kind of oh that sounds fun and that's why i'm saying that after the initial like you write it a few times and kind of get all the the dances out i don't know if it's going to be a ride where everybody's like uh, maybe there's some surprises that we don't know about that mm-hmm. they haven't told us about in the videos or released to the public I'm looking forward to writing it. 
You know, it is a new ride, and I do want to see how the new tech works and stuff. I was kind of hoping it was bumper cars. But they have bumper cars in Bugs Land. Mm. And so having bumper cars in Bugs Land, not more than, you know, 50 yards away, right. is kind of weird. You don't think dancing cars is weird? No. They dance all the time. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Does it? Yeah, yeah. You've never seen your car dancing? Uh, No. You need to pay more no. attention to your car. You know what my car does? Drive. And when it's parked, when you least it's expect it, sleeping. it starts dancing. No, it's sleeping. No, no, it dances with its cousins. No, it's sleeping. You don't know. All I'm saying is I'm so excited for this ride. Why? Like, I think there's there's just, it looks fun. Like, there's just enough. I, I know you're saying it doesn't seem like there's kind of a variety there, but there definitely is. Like, I'm not going to. You can go from bl- a blue car to a red car? Yeah. I'm not going to get on the ride like five times variety. in a row and see like all the moves that it has to offer. I still want to find that if you guys can sit on the ride and play Can We Break It? <laughs> I want to see you defy science again. <laughs> I don't want to purposely break it. <laughs> You're the reason it but went away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, who knows why it went away? <laughs> it was called the Hazen Reason. <laughs> I'm sure that's not a thing. No, it wasn't the Hazen Clause. I'm pretty sure that's not a thing. Mm. You're on video. <laughs> it's like it's not working. I don't know how you're gonna prove that. Oh, I have no proof. I've never seen I, video. I, of I this. have no proof whatsoever, except for you on your phone saying it's not moving. <laughs> I slightly recall that. Oh, really? Hmm. I don't exactly know what you're talking no? about. Okay. It sounds familiar. <laughs> But I'm sure it never happened. Oh, okay. Maybe it's uh, my imagination, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's what okay. it is. Yeah. Okay. You're crazy. Oh. You're crazy. Well, I knew that. Well, then, there you go. Meeting adjourned. Yes. Yep. So if you guys haven't checked out the video, head over to the blog post for this episode. We'll have it there. Uh, it's an interesting video. I'm really excited about it. Again, I don't know how excited I'm going to be writing it over and over. I don't know if it's going to be one of those rides that I just aim to ride every time that I go like uh, racers is. Uh, The Mater ride was one of those where at first it just kind of, you know, it was fun for a few times. And now it's like, "Eh, I could skip it. Hmm. You know, so we'll see how how long this one loses before it loses its luster. Plus, when it first opens, everybody's going to want to ride it and the lines are going to be crazy. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So... Hopefully they have a fast pass for it. I haven't seen that they've set up I a fast pass would. area, but it'll be nice if they do have one. So let's go back to TV for a second because this last week, the Disneyland 60 special, the Wonderful World of Disney yeah. Disneyland 60 special, yes. aired. In a few words, just what were your initial thoughts before we discuss the entire thing? Mm, magical. Dang it, that's what I was gonna say. Very good word for it. I don't know. That was my word. I'm going to go ahead and say magical. (laughs) (laughs) All you had to do was say it again. You two are dumb. (laughs) All you had to do was say it again. Uh, I think it was wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful is good. It was wonderful. (laughs) They did a really good job with this. They did. It was one of those specials that really made you feel like you were watching a Disney special. There's been a lot of programs that I've seen for Disney where they do try to give you a lot of information. They try to cram a few things in, but it just doesn't feel like 
they're celebrating anything. And this felt like a celebration, man. Just from the way that it was presented with everybody just, you know, dressed up. They had a nice stage. It Like, everybody that was there was, you know, really engaged in what was happening. It just, it felt special. You know, the performances felt really big. They started with Pentatonics. What did you guys think of Pentatonics uh, on Main Street? Um, I'm a huge fan of Pentatonics anyways. Just, uh... Well, you know what? I wasn't a huge fan of their Star Wars thing that they had done, that tribute. That was but, the uh, best thing they've done. What are you talking about? <laughs> They're amazing. I'm not a big fan of Pentatonix, but the Star Wars thing, that was pretty fantastic. And you're telling me that this BR guest thing that they did wasn't good? The truth? Yeah. It was okay. I agree with Javier. What? I am a fan of Pentatonix, just like you no, are. No, you're not. And it was just kind of okay. No, you know, I loved it. Wasn't, it. You know, my biggest issue that I had with them having the paint the night floats out on Main Street was that they were very strongly illuminated for TV. Obviously, they wanted strong lights to get the audience. They wanted the performers. But paint the night floats are meant to be in the dark, man. I agree there. It looked like daytime. It looked like a daytime float. And I saw a lot of tweets from people saying, oh, the floats look great even in the light. And I disagree. I think that they were meant to be illuminated and it really took away from the yeah. experience of the Paint the Night floats. I completely agree with so that. So I, I was a little disappointed in that. I felt that they were going to film pieces of Paint the Night and air it as part of the special. And they didn't. I I thought I had seen them recording that at one point. I may have been completely wrong. This is possibly what they were setting up. But I would have liked to see portions of Paint the Night instead of the way that they did it. I get why they did it. Uh, I just didn't like the floats fully illuminated like that. There was a lot of performances by a lot of artists. Um, Jesse J, I think, came next. And I loved the <laughs> Fall Out Boy performance. Yes. That was fantastic. I Want to Be Like You by Fall Out Boy was just such a great rendition. You Want to Be I Like Me? I love what they did. Yeah, yeah. You keep thinking that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, Tori Kelly's version of Rainbow Connection with Kermit the Frog. Yes. So good. Honestly, man. that's probably my favorite performance of the night. I agree with yeah? that. Yeah. That was possibly my favorite performance yeah. all night. I and could... I loved Fallout Boy's performance. Yes, I did too. But the Rainbow Connection song was possibly my favorite thing. It's I... just such a great song to hear, anyways. Like, I don't think it's possible to screw that song up. You oh, know? you can. Oh, you can. Gwen what? Stefani did. Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani did not mess up that cover. She, she sure kinda did. did. No. She sure did. I'm sorry, but she, she... kind of ruined it. <laughs> And kind of made me hate the song. (laughs) I didn't hate the song after I heard it. But I did hear Gwen Stefani's version. Uh, I know that it's available on Google Play. It's available on Spotify, I believe, uh, iTunes, stuff like that. It's the Wheel of Disney album, which is also the album that Fall Out Boy's I Want to Be Like You version comes out on. I'm not a Gwen Stefani fan to begin with. Mm. I liked her when she was part of No Doubt. Right. The real No Doubt. When she went off and did her own thing, I just, I wasn't a fan anymore. Completely agree with you. And I know that I'm possibly making people yell at their (laughs) speakers right now because Um, I know a lot of Gwen Stefani fans. I'm going to yell at my speaker on Wednesday. I do not. (laughs) You liar. You don't listen to the episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Called you out. Uh, I'm just, I'm not a fan of Gwen Stefani. And when I heard her sing that song, Rainbow Connection is just one of my all-time favorite songs. And hear her sing it, it just, 
made sounded you hate, made you hate rainbows. Just, <laughs> yeah, I hate rainbows now. It just it doesn't sound good. How dare you? It just it wasn't doesn't. good, bro. It was good. No, it wasn't. Okay, if did you, you guys hear... have heard it? You tell us what you guys think. If you're a Gwen Stefani fan, I already know you're gonna defend it, or maybe you won't. Maybe you'll hear it and just be like, no, yeah, this really is not good. Mm-hmm. But listen to it. Tell us what you think. Uh, and then put a comment on the blog post for the episode or the Instagram post, Facebook post, whatever the case is. Uh, I had mentioned before that I had seen cameras at D23, and I thought that they were recording a lot of the performances from the Legends ceremony and stuff like oh, that yeah, to yeah. air as part of this. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> Uh, the reason I thought that was because I had seen a clip of Neo performing from D23 mm. that they used as part of the you know the promotion for this. Uh, By the way, did he special. sing the exact same song? Exactly, the, exact same song. Did he dress exactly the same? He dressed a little bit differently at oh, D23. Okay. Uh, a lot of the complaints that I was hearing was that he should have dressed in blue as an homage to the genie. Kind of makes sense. Kind of like purple or something like that. Yeah, but I it agree. Went, it went with the song yeah. though. That that yeah big band and that's what I loved about it. It sounded good, and I think he was dressed the part. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. I, I love that style of music, that like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties big band sound, and this song has those elements to mm-hmm. it, and I really enjoyed it. I'm not like, oh my god, I gotta go get Neo's albums or anything like that. <laughs> right. Nobody says that, but <laughs> but <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this rendition, and I'm glad that I I had a chance to see that. Uh, so he did perform it live wherever they were doing mm-hmm. the special. So I was wrong about that. And then Derek Huff comes out and starts doing Step in Time. He, you know, mm-hmm. they do this whole like the what are you talking about Mary Poppins from Mary Poppins. Yes. Oh, Derek yeah. Huff comes out and totally he does about you know that. the song from Mary Poppins, and it was so great to have a, a a very very special surprise at the end and have Dick Van Dyke yes. come out and just start dancing that was impressive with all the chimney sweeps that was jaw dropping it, it was it really was uh he's old yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm not going to put it lightly yeah, uh, he's, he's an he's old old man he's getting up there man he danced better than some of those youngins <laughs> Yeah, he still has a spring in his step. Uh, he yep. sure does. He's definitely a very animated person. Recently, he's been doing a lot of events at Disneyland. They did a breakfast with Dick Van Dyke. They did a thing for his birthday. Every time that I've seen a clip on Instagram or Facebook or pictures, that's what he always looks like. You know, when I saw that they were starting that and I saw the chimney sweeps come out, I thought, man, this is going to be really good. Then Dick Van Dyke came out, and it was just the that freaking better. cherry on top yep. of the icing of the cake, man. An old cherry. <laughs> <laughs> but he could dance. But he could dance. Yeah. I don't know cherries could dance, but okay. <laughs> uh, I wish I had that energy. I wish I was that happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> Buddy, have another beer. Oh, thanks, man. The Star Wars live thing that they did was pretty nice. It was kind of a preview of having the orchestras uh, yes. uh, play music from Star Wars. They had a lot of clips from it, which was really great mm-hmm. to see. Harrison Ford definitely did do I saw that Han Solo still alive. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because it was turned. That's right. <laughs> So, <laughs> you guys don't so get it. Harrison Ford came uh, out and talked a little bit about Star Wars Land, uh, all the things that are going to be coming up. They showed more sketches. They showed more previews. 
a couple of the things we had already seen before. They had put on the Disney blogs. We saw some of that stuff at D23 last year. They kind of just animated it and put you... There was a couple of things that were new. One of the things that did change was that I kept hearing that you weren't going to be able to board the Millennium Falcon, Mm -hmm. that it was just going to be something that was there for decoration. They were going to have stormtroopers guarding it, but you weren't going to physically be able to get on. And in this special, they said that you would, that you were going to be, it looks like it's going to be a giant ride. Basically, you're going to be in the middle of this battle between, you know, stormtroopers and everybody, the resistance. And so as you're kind of going through it, it feels very Star Tours, you know, with the exception of the shape of the ride itself. (laughs) So I'm curious to see what's going to happen to Star Tours itself. Once Star Wars Land opens, I don't know if they're going to move it over, make way for some kind of Avengers ride there, or the Iron Man experience, Hmm. something with Tron. Who knows? Are you telling us something? What? Are you trying to say something right now? What? Are you trying to spoil something for the rest of us? No. Are you keeping something from us? No. I'm just wondering. Maybe you knew something that I didn't. No. So the Avengers are coming. The Avengers are there. They're in Superhero HQ. But to the Star Tours spot? Only time will tell, Javier. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I want is a Hulk ride. That's no, they'd just be wasting space. No, Hulk. Just be wasting space. Yeah. We need to dedicate more space Smash. to Stark Industries. You know why it would be... Here, Here's what I think. So remember we had the whole episode where we developed our own rides and everything and... Uh, I had come up with this whole concept of BNL kind of taking over right. uh, Tomorrowland, right? Where yes. you have the Axiom and Interventions became the Axiom, stuff like that. Now, I have a whole new idea because now the superheroes are there. The Avengers are there. They kind of split it with Star Wars. But Star Wars is going to have its own land. So what happens to Tomorrowland? All Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, Chewbacca, they all leave for Star Wars land. They're not going to be in Tomorrowland anymore. So what happens? We turn it into a World's Fair, but the way that Stark Industries put it on in Iron Man. Hmm. Remember the the World's Fair type thing that they had in Iron Man where he was showing off the suit and it was like this big production? You bring Stark Industries in and it just becomes all of Tomorrowland. It just becomes a giant World's Fair again. I would like to agree with you, but see... um... It's not just about Iron Man. It sure is. No. It sure no. is. No, you see, it's called the Avengers and yeah, there's but other characters. There's this whole civil war that's happening. No, hey, no spoilers. And no. I mean <clears throat> Tony Stark's gonna need something to do. You know what you you're gonna have to admit pretty soon? What? Spider Man. What's that? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. No. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Oh, Black Widow. No, no, it's a man. No, no, she's a woman. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's not Iron Man Land. I'm sorry. I vote yes. And you will be outvoted by Disneyland. When yeah, they... that's true. <laughs> you know what would be nice to see? I don't know what they're going to be doing with Autopia and how long that's going to be around, but there's so many rumors of it going away, and I, I hope it doesn't. To be honest with you, it's... Yes, it's kind of dated, but it's also the nostalgic value of having Autopia there. It's kind of classic now. I know. If anything, I would say update the cars. 
you know, update the cars to little Teslas. You know, they're electric Teslas. or something like See, that. See, here's the problem. Yeah, like that little com- electric Teslas. Completely contradicts that whole gasoline Chevron thing, though. Well, Chevron's no Chevron's longer their sponsor, sponsor anymore. Oh, they're not? No, no they're not Oh, who's the sponsor? Uh, it's in the process of changing. Uh, if they did ever get rid of it, it would be a prime place to put kind of a version of the Tron light, cyc- the, the Tron light cycles. Okay. They already kind of have a track. Yes, it would be... It would need to be modified or they would have to build something around it. But even if it was a variation of the one that's going to Shanghai, mm-hmm. I think it's a good place to do it. I hate to say this, but I can see that. So, But light cycles only go back, forth, and side to side. They don't curve. Or don't they? Hmm. They don't. <laughs> or don't they? <laughs> they don't. Have you ever ridden one? No, but I've seen it. And if 4-bit graphics have taught me anything... <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works in the new version, dude. So, what did we miss from the 60th? Oh, so Elton John. Yeah, he performed. El- Elton John performed a couple of songs. And, you know, now that we're on the on the topic, Elton John and Idina Menzel performed. And throughout the program, they kept telling, to you, they kept telling you to download the Disney Applause app. Mm-hmm. The Disney Applause app was supposed to be kind of a second screen experience. You know, there's a lot of TV shows during this second screen where you're watching and then they're giving you trivia. They're giving you, you know, other things that have to do with the show. This was supposed to be Disney's second screen experience. And it was really frustrating the day that the special was actually going on that not once were we able to connect and use the app. We just kept getting an error that said, due to high traffic volume, this is not oh, working right now. And it, it kept just shutting off oh, for the sucks. first couple days, actually, which says two things. One, it means people were interested in using it because if a company as large as Disney is putting something like this together, uh, most small websites don't handle that much traffic. Disney, I know, was planning on hundreds of thousands of people accessing the Applause app at that time. Right. But I think they also underestimated how many people were going to be interested in watching it as a second screen experience. Or it just didn't work. It worked because we tried it after Mm -hmm. and it syncs. It uses kind of a voice pattern or it uses an audio pattern to pick up what's actually happening. So the good thing about the Applause app is that it was not live. If you actually download the app, and let's say that you have the 60th anniversary special on your DVR, you can launch the app and sync it, and you can see all the animations. They were kind of cool. We'll post a couple of pictures on Instagram, blog posts for the episode, stuff like that. But it wasn't... It wasn't this exciting thing that, you know, you could, like, interact and change something on the TV. So what does it do? Obviously, it wasn't live. Applaud after the performance or what? I don't know why the app is called Applause. But when you tap on the screen, (laughs) Uh it looked like it was tossing Doritos out at the... At the ears. Oh, and we all know how much you love Doritos. Doritos. Oh, yeah. And have to toss them out. Favorite. (laughs) Uh, Depending on who was performing... Uh, like when Elton John was doing his second song, when you would tap on the screen, it looked mm-hmm. like it was like little fireworks. Uh, when Idina Menzel was performing, it was a different shape and stuff like that. Idina Menzel's Applause app uh, version was possibly my favorite one because they had the fountains of 
uh, World of World Color. Of color yeah. And then they had the wheel in the back, and it would illuminate. And the cool thing was that because it was working on a voice pattern or on the audio recognition, it knew when to sync certain things. Mm-hmm. So the colors would change in the app. The patterns as to how the water would shoot up changed. If you rewound it, it would resync itself. It would kind of find the pattern, and it would resync itself to that particular location. Trust me, I tried it. I kept trying to go forward and backwards to confuse it, you're and it would catch up with it. You're trying to break is what you're trying to because do. Because I wanted to see what the tolerance of the app was, uh-huh. and it did a really good job of keeping up. Didn't you say that if the Mickey ears on the screen changed colors, so did in the app? Yeah, when you were watching it on the TV, if they all went white, they all went white in the app. If they all changed to blue on the television, they changed to blue in the app. And That's if crazy. they were all blinking, all the ones on the app were blinking as we're well. We're referring to the glow with the show ears. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I think it was a great concept. It was a little minimal as far as what you could do. I thought you were going to be able to interact with it a little bit more. Mm. It looks like it was just showing you what you were missing, basically. <laughs> uh, it was fun to see. But after that first like 10 or 15 seconds of, oh, that looks pretty, and oh, look, you can tap it, I was kind of over it. Well, it still you know, looked it like a beautiful a visual to me, and it kept like increasing. It's not like it was like repeating the same little loop over and over again. No, like I said, it changed with the show. And it was a really cool thing about it, but it just it left me wanting more. Like I felt this is a cool starting point. Show me something cool. Maybe this was a test run. Mm. Because they're going to have you start interacting with the shows because they do have a way for you to play a game right now at California Adventure where it's kind of – the best way I can describe it is they they put colors on the on the wheel, on Mickey's Fun Wheel, and you're playing a giant game of Simon. Oh, <laughs> nice. Simon. And so you're playing on your smartphone and the winner you know, to, to do the color yeah, you yeah. Know, pattern – basically wins and you you know your name is announced and all that other cool stuff so you log in through through the phone and you play and i think <laughs> it's a really cool way of interacting and so i think that the applause app is kind of that next generation it's getting ready now and it's testing for something much bigger right later on down the road especially now that star wars is incorporating a whole bunch of this other technology i think it's just something that we're going to see later on see i thought the app was more for like mario from distracting him from being so angry with elton john i love elton john how dare (laughs) you i think you were the one that was pretty angry at elton john (laughs) i was not angry at elton john and it is sir elton john to you all right (laughs) All I remember, knight. all I remember hearing you say is, "When is this gonna be over? <laughs> this isn't even his song." Oh wait, that was me. That was Mario. <laughs> <laughs> you were so angry for no it's reason. It's not his song. It doesn't matter. People it cover does songs matter. all the time. What if I Dina Menzel had done like a song from Tangled? Yeah, it's fine. That would have been great. <laughs> no, been, no, people would have gone nuts. Yeah, no. Because to hear either Elphaba or Elsa sing a song from Tangled would have been great. No, I disagree. Really? So you were upset when Fall Out Boy was doing a Jungle Book song? Okay, that's different. Why is that different? It's not their song. (laughs) Um, Schooled. (laughs) That's not schooled. Okay. uh, Lawyered. (laughs) That's not the case either. (laughs) Uh, I agree with Javier. I, I think it was 
It was good. I liked it. You complained way too much during that segment. <laughs> the whole time, that's not your song. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Who Whatever. Is it? It's a cover. You know, he was just performing it for the special. One of his songs was in the movie. He should have just sang that song. Maybe this one's just more popular. It speaks to a larger audience. Can you feel the love tonight? I disagree. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was, I think, a, that was I a stretch, think, but okay. I think there's more people yelling at the top of their lungs, singing the opening line of Circle of Life, holding up what looks like Simba, like holding up their kids or holding up a plush of Simba, than people are singing Circle of Life. Didn't, um... Or Can You Feel the Love Tonight? I'm sorry. Fall Out Boy sing a song for Big Hero 6. So Immortal. I'm guessing... You would have wished they sang that song. They technically song. did so two songs for Big Hero 6. They did. So you would have been happier with them singing that song. You know right? what? That never even crossed my mind, but now, yes, they should have done that. <laughs> but you do agree you like their version of, uh, what is it, the Jungle Book song. You did like it. Oh, yeah. Well, you bit. have to remember that when they did the song for the Jungle Book, it was a cover that they were doing for the We Love Disney album. Right. And they're just promoting that album. The fact that they did songs for Big Hero 6 is not even the fact that they did songs for Big Hero 6. They just happened to use them yeah, on yeah. Big Hero Cause 6 Immortals because on their they album. were on the album. Yeah. So so just like Elton John's cover of Circle Life is on the We Love Disney album. <laughs> no, I think my point is that you just didn't like Elton John's performance. Because if you would have liked it, you wouldn't be complaining about that he sang someone else's song. The man is fantastic. Okay. Then, then what's your problem? He's a rocket man. Yeah. I just, I just really you can't mess with the rocket man. I just really want to hear, can you feel the love tonight, right? Just... <laughs> can you feel That was lovely. My love tonight. Fantastic. Tonight. Don't sing another note. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky because I don't know the rest of okay, the song. Good. Good. <laughs> Help me out, Hazen. Come on. I did. What's I just the next did song? your backup. No, what's the next song? I mean, the next lyric. Where did you leave off? On Can You Feel the Love Tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, you have some work to do, sir. What's, what's the second line? Uh, I don't want you on my karaoke team. I don't want you. Beautiful. On my Stop karaoke now. team. I've nailed had it. my fill. Hashtag nailed it. <laughs> right, he did. Totally did it. Uh, all in all, I think that they did a really wonderful job with this uh, special. Uh, throughout the entire thing, there was a lot of clips about Walt Disney, how Disneyland got started. They focused a lot on Mickey Mouse and Walt and just the, the opening of the park and where it came from, how it began. It, like I said earlier, it just it felt like a Disney special. Except for John Stamos. John Stamos <laughs> does not age. No. he's He's got something special going. I think it's <laughs> so. the yogurt. It's got to be the yogurt. <laughs> so anyway, it was a great show. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Too bad we got to wait another 10 years for the next one. Hmm. Uh, oh, they don't do this every five years? I don't think they do one every five years. It's not big enough? No. I think they do mini celebrations at the park, but 10 years is a good milestone to do another one hmm. for. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next one after this. All right. I think it's time to close out the podcast. Before we go, I do want to mention that if you guys haven't seen it yet, we did put up a video this past week of Javier helping our friend Angela yeah. paint an air, like a portable air conditioning unit to create Air 2D2. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Did you, know? you come up with that name? I did. That was pretty clever. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you know, that was, was good. I was pretty happy with that one. Yeah. 
Uh, how long did the whole thing take you? Because the video is just kind of video clips of you doing the work. Uh, it's not a how-to video. It's just kind of like, hey, look, this is how it all went down. But how long did the whole thing take you? That was real time. It took him like four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. I, yeah. Seriously. Um, due to we, – we went shopping for more materials and paint drying. Uh, took about five hours. Wow. Yeah. But you know what? It turned out really, really well. It looks fantastic. I, I it loved awesome. it. If I had one of those things, yeah. I would ask you to paint it as well. Nice. But nice. I would probably do like a BB-8 one. Okay. Like I know it's the shape of R2-D2. Yeah. I just like a BB-8's color scheme a little bit more. Hey, I'm down. So Whenever you're ready. I would not ask you to do that because I couldn't help but notice you put paint in the flaps, which means like air would be pulling out and paint would be getting in the environment. <laughs> That's funny that you mentioned that because I've, I've had three people ask me already when I showed them the video saying, so is it going to smell like paint? No. Like the whole time? There's no paint smell. You use like a non-toxic paint, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's all like good. Like an acrylic or something? It's all good. Yeah, so there you go. It's all good paint. <laughs> Science. I'm going to uh, some kind of round humidifier. You need to make a BBA for me. <laughs> all right, I'm down. <laughs> That'll be funny, a BBA humidifier. Yeah, that'd like be that. cool. All right, guys, before we go, uh, I want to thank the sponsors for this episode, Audible and Amazon. If you like to read but don't have the time to sit down and open up a book, read with your ears. Yeah. You can sign up for a free Audible account, get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook by going to audibletrial.com slash podcateers or by going to the podcateers website and clicking on the Audible banner. Uh, try it out for 30 days and if you don't like it cancel it the free audio book is yours to keep there's tons of book uh tons of books about walt disney there's some books about pixar ed catmull has a great book on there there's books about steve jobs if you like comedians there's all sorts of really great books ready player one listen to ready player one the movie's gonna be coming out soon it's one of my favorite books in the last few years so give it a try audibletrial.com slash we also want to thank Amazon. If you guys do any shopping on Amazon from, I don't know, toilet paper. Yeah, to literally toothpaste, anything. anything. If you can buy it, go through Amazon. Yeah, like batteries. If you use Amazon Pantry, uh, any of these services through Amazon. Fitbit. A Fitbit. <laughs> go to podcateers.com slash Amazon first and click on the big Amazon button. Doing that first will tell Amazon that you're going through our link and we will get a small commission from your purchase price. You won't pay more, you know, but Amazon will give us a small commission because you went through our link. And that helps out the podcast. And whenever you guys do that, we truly, truly appreciate it. You know, listeners thought, you know, we're going to go through an entire episode without talking about Fitbit. No. We did think that. <laughs> you know, now that we're on the subject, <laughs> let me rant about this. Now, I don't have anything to say about Fitbit this week. Other than your white tan line is gone. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's kind of nice. It is. It's going to be gone soon, but yeah. <laughs> it's kind of nice that it's gone for now. <laughs> if you guys have a Fitbit, send me a message. You know, if you guys want to be on the same Fitbit team or something, or if you want to be part of challenges, send me a, a message and I'll I'll add you guys to my Fitbit thing. Really? Yeah, why you not? You down? Yeah, why not? No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Can't do anything right now because <laughs> I can't be part of the challenges until I get the Fitbit right. again. But so stay tuned. At least I can add people to to my Fitbit list. So I'm gonna have like nobody reply. Yeah, to that, probably not. <laughs> no. 
It's like, no, I don't want to compete with him. It's fine. <laughs> but I'm going to make it easy on you guys. But it's easy. You would win. Yeah. <laughs> You want to feel good about yourself? <laughs> That's so true. It's like, what do you mean he's not even walking? Oh, all right. You will always win against Hazen. <laughs> all right, guys. That is going to be it for this episode. Anything else from you guys before we close up? No. Javi. Yes, sir. Hey. I have anything to say. <laughs> Is that like your Justin Timberlake impression, though? No, it's the Jimmy Fallon. It's my Jimmy Fallon impression of Barry Gibb. Because uh-huh. <laughs> it sounds like Justin Timberlake doing Barry. No, he would do Robbie. Ah, Robbie. He's like the forgotten so brother of yeah. like Mario. So Jimmy would be like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, (laughs) there's a third guy up there. (laughs) I think it's time. Until next week, here is the beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. That was good. <laughs> what does random mario have to say about this i don't think reese would appreciate that i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>